professional disorganisation presents the Disorbcast. The room at the hotel has an outside bathroom. Six or seven foot high walls for privacy. White tiles on the walls and the floor. The toilet and the shower are in the covered area of the bathroom. Opposite, there is an 18-inch high wall housing a raised flower bed that's pretty much just mud with some unhealthy-looking plants that have had too much sun and not enough water. It's 2002 and I'm in the middle of the Indian Ocean on the island of Miru Fenfushi. I'd ran away on a last-minute two-week holiday to get peace and de-stress from dealing with my nitpicking manager who was bullying me at work. I'd been asked to reapply for my own job, and I took it particularly badly. I suffered from really bad anxiety at the time, and I didn't know until years later. I also had a credit card and wasn't afraid to use it. Admittedly, not some of the most sensible things that I've ever done. I'm nearly at the end of the holiday. It's been amazing. Me, the sunshine, a couple of trips out and about on boats and things, and sitting reading books all day in the sunshine while listening to my Walkman. It's about 11pm. I can't sleep. I don't feel too good. Today I know I got a bit too much sun and I'm feeling dehydrated. I'm trying to drink water but I feel sick. I spend the next few hours unable to concentrate on reading. The fish curry from the buffet clearly didn't agree with me. I ended up on the porcelain telephone talking to Huey, Huey and Ralph. The other end isn't happy either. I keep swapping ends on the toilet. I feel so wretched. I just want to be better. The previous night I slept badly and only got two or three hours sleep. I'm exhausted. It's half two in the morning. I fly home in about 12 hours. I've been listening to music because I can think of nothing else to do to pass the time. I'm sat on the floor of the bathroom watching little green geckos only a few inches in length running along the walls. I say sat, I'm more propped up against the wall as my stomach churns. Throwing up leaves me with that euphoric minute where you feel on top of the world before the nausea comes flooding back. Part of me is red raw. I'm too ill to sleep, too tired to move. I'm in some weird kind of elevated mental state where I can't think clearly. I just want sleep to make it all go away, but I can't sleep and I'm already agitated. Sunstroke and food poisoning. What a combination. On comes Let It Be by The Beatles. I focus on the music and try to distract myself. Delirium is kicking in, the song feels like a blanket. It makes me feel warm and loved. The lyrics start, the words make sense to me. Currently I understand the whole song, everything makes sense. I start crying uncontrollably. And all the time I've got a sensation that I understand. Understand what exactly, I couldn't tell you. But apparently everything in the universe makes sense. The song finishes, and I play it a few more times, still crying, still feeling wretched, but everything in the world makes sense. It's a weird comforting feeling that makes me feel like I can get through this. Twelve hours later, I'm on the plane home. I've got a bottle with rehydration salts in it that tastes absolutely disgusting, but I keep trying to drink it. 
10 hours to London. In the past 48 hours, I've had about four hours of sleep. By the time I reach Gatwick, I have to stay awake and hang about in the airport until my flight is due to leave. I'm doing work at half past eight. My twisted anxiety-driven sense of having to be reliable and turn up on time because it's a done thing is in overdrive. Not only is the plane an hour late, the airlines screw up my and other passengers' luggage. This causes me to walk into work at about half nine. Dressed in the same shorts and t-shirt, I'd left the Maldives in ready to work. The wanky manager isn't happy. The managing director is up today, and wanky boss is worried that how I'm dressed will reflect badly on him, and ask me to go home and get changed. I ignore him. I go on a wander to catch up with people work-wise. I end up talking to the MD and another director who seem amused that I actually came into work. Wanky boss says, Ah, excellent! You're going to go home and get changed like I asked! And then scurries off. The other directors look at each other and laugh at the wanky boss. They couldn't give a toss about how I was dressed. It was either that day or the following evening. Wanky boss wanted me to catch up with him about the situation at work. We went to the pub, had about five or six rounds of drinks. Then he claimed to have a bottle of vodka back at his flat. We'd been getting on okay, it was civil enough. I was still foolishly sticking to my guns and not reapplying for my own job. And I said that in no uncertain terms to him. Back at his flat, he tried to pour me a huge half glass of vodka and top it up with juice. He was trying to get me absolutely wrecked. Was he doing this as some kind of petty revenge? Or was he doing it to see if I would cave in and reapply for my own job? Fortunately, I'd noticed the sinister smile on his face as he was pouring the large glass of vodka. He didn't think I was watching. I ended up throwing it in a plant. Shortly afterwards, I left and went back home. The next morning, my boss was very clearly hungover and in a foul mood. Later in the day, he had a go at me and said, you better not be hungover. I didn't reapply for that job until about six months later. By that point, wanky boss had been shifted to another department and I'd get the last laugh. About another 6 to 12 months later he'd be out on his arse, made redundant. What lessons can we learn from this? Holidays are important, even if you can't technically afford them. Being delirious is absolutely great, not just on hindsight, but at the time as well. It can get you through a horrible time. You've got to do what you think is the right thing at the time. Yes, listen to other people, but if something is strongly jarring with you, do what you think is the right thing. And the most important lesson, avoid the fish curry. You have been listening to The Disorgcast. You can subscribe via iTunes or listen via disorgcast.podbean.com. You can also visit our website, professionaldisorganisation.com. 